Hello and welcome to the Balancing Act podcast for working mums. Here you can find the tools and inspiration you need to overcome the constant juggle and live with more simplicity, ease and fulfilment in your everyday. I'm your host, Debbie, a balance coach and a working mum myself, and I'm super happy to be here with you. Hello, hello, hello. A very warm welcome to episode number 38 of the Balancing Act podcast. It is fabulous to have you here with me today. Thank you very much for joining. And if this is your first episode, then a particularly warm welcome to you. I hope you settle in and make yourself comfortable here. I wanted to share something that feels, uh, yeah, a little bit like fun and lighthearted with uh, a more meaningful message underneath, I guess. And it is five lessons that I have learnt from my toddlers. Um, I think it's safe to say that motherhood has been the steepest and probably most challenging learning curve that I've ever been on. Um, and completely unanticipated at that. You know, I knew it would be hard, but I think I didn't quite anticipate the emotional roller coaster that would come with it. And my experience there is one of the reasons why I'm so passionate about the work I do. One of many reasons. Um, but I do think that having kids has helped me like rediscover the world and it's given me this particular appreciation for the like the smaller and the simpler things in life. Um, you know, I see my my son going in the back garden and discovering a leaf that um he thinks is like the most incredible leaf that he has ever come across. And it probably is. But I think that that um, the enthusiasm um, that comes through is like completely infectious and I can't help but get carried along with it. And I think as well as that, seeing a little person grow up um, and well, develop from a baby into a, a little person just gives me this like huge sense of awe about how absolutely amazing and incredible human beings are. Like it's, I find it so, so fascinating um, how like all the complexities within us come together to create this like functioning person. It's just, yeah, mind blowing. <laughs> um, and it really gives me, like it, re- it has really given me this new um appreciation I guess about like for the absolute privilege that I feel that I have to be here at this time experiencing the life that I have and I feel yeah I feel grateful for for that but I think um probably the biggest personal lesson that I've learned from my kids is how we are all born worthy. And somehow as adults, we we just forget this. And I actually, when I say forget, I don't think we actually forget it. I think it, we know it deep, deep, deep down. But that's the problem. I think as we grow beyond, you know, 
big babies and toddlers, um, maybe kids to a certain extent, it's pushed down like deeper and deeper and it becomes like buried under all these layers of expectation of how we should behave, what we should say, um, the things that it's okay to want. Um, and yeah, just this general sense of like how we are expected to be, I think. And that's not to say that I think like if if we didn't have any of those and we were all still in our, our like toddler element, um, I'm sure the world would be a slightly too chaotic place, potentially. Who knows? <laughs> um, but it also, it just makes me a bit sad um, when I think of how um, we lose this sense of, of worthiness. And I think it's for a very good, like, innate reason. You know, everybody has this natural instinct to be accepted. And so as we as we grow, then we we want to fit in um, and we will conform to those expectations so that we are accepted by the community, whatever the community may be for you, um, whether it's friends, family, um, acquaintances even. Um, so that like conforming to those expectations is a very natural, instinctive human thing to do. But I also think it's really useful to go back and remind ourselves of what that sense of like true worthiness really feels like so that we can now as adults reconnect with that a little bit more and bring more of that into our day to day. Because I see with my son now, my younger son is 19 months. And so he's sort of in the throes of like, he doesn't question if he's taking up too much space. He doesn't question if he's demanding too much attention. He doesn't question if he's inconveniencing other people or if he's asking too much. He just instantly knows what he wants, like he instinctively knows what he wants, let's say, and has absolutely no qualms whatsoever about using whatever means he can to get those needs met. And I also love the fact that him um, demanding these things isn't that different between whether it's something that he like a basic need that he has um or whether it's something that he just fancies so um I remember one particular morning when he um he had, I think he'd woken up at like four or four thirty and I ended up bringing him downstairs and it was like one of those days it was grey and cloudy and raining and he he wandered over to where we keep the coats and the shoes and, and asked for his coat on. And then he wanted his welly boots on. And then he reached for the bottle of sun cream and he wanted sun cream on because that's just what he fancied doing, wandering around um, the kitchen. And I think just like a nappy wellies and a coat because why not? <laughs> um. So, yeah, I think that I... 
I would summarize the five biggest things that I have learned as follows. Um, the first one is to use other people not as competition, but of proof of what is possible. So um, I like to relate this to a baby learning to walk. Like when a baby sees other people learning to walk, they never think, oh, like that's a bit, you know, it's okay for them. They can walk, but I can't. Um, it's, you know, they know that they can do it. It's like a natural inbuilt instinct, it seems, in them to walk. And um, they're obviously looking around and learning off other people and figuring out the way that will best suit them to learn to walk. So they're they're not seeing other people as their competition that because other people can't walk then or can walk then they can't, you know. They're using other people as their their proof of what is possible. Number two is there is no one way to reach a goal. Um I I really believe that consistent, imperfect, messy action is the way forward. Um, so, you know, when we think of, of babies and toddlers, um, when they want something, um, they're always looking for other ways to figure out how to get it. So before they can talk, you know, they'll make noises, they'll point, they'll go over and just grab things. They're happy to just give things a try and see what works and what is going to, um, what way is going to be the most effective in helping them get the thing that they want. And they're, they have this determination to not give up until they get there, um, no matter what they, what means they have to try. Um, number three, then I think is around following your curiosity. So um, my son, you may be able to relate to this um, from your own kids, is just not interested in toys. Like he's got all these lovely um, things, um, toys that his older brother really enjoyed. But um, my younger son is just not interested. He likes vacuum cleaners. He likes uh, remote controls. He likes the phone. He likes um, the recycling bin, the shoe rack, things that um, that he's, I guess, not supposed to be interested in. But he's curious and I think he likes the little buttons and things like that. And he just goes with that curiosity. And what I notice um, is that when he does that, things either stick or he he dismisses them quite Quickly. So there's a few things that he's really latched on to and we'll go back to time and time and time again and other things that he maybe has a quick look at and then they're dismissed. Um, and this is a thing about curiosity, like the more things that we try out and give a go, um, the quicker we will learn what our preferences are and what things we like and we don't like. And I think that leads quite nicely on to point four, which is we all instinctively know what we want. Like deep down, we really, I, I believe um, very much in my work as a coach, um, I, I base a lot on this philosophy that everyone knows deep down 
what they want. Everyone has the capability to create those things. Um, but sometimes those that knowing is just buried so deeply that we have to peel off all these layers that I talked about in order to get there. And it shows up in babies, like no one has to tell a baby what they like and what they don't like. You know, even when we start weaning kids, um, they they make it very obvious when they don't like a particular taste and when they do, like they know instantly and that that carries on. And then finally on point number five, um, play. Play generates creativity and it's fun. Um, now, I I know that um, like play, your receptiveness to play as an adult is, is very different than it is as a child. And like I don't want to... Um, per- uh, advocate let's say that everyone has to be you know having like this has to be receptive to play in the same way with their kids like I know some parents really don't like role play or don't like playing with lego or barbies or whatever um but I think that as an adult we all we can find these different outlets of play and I think a big part of that is just being able to let go so let go of um, that fear of what other people might think of you for doing that, that like you don't, that it's not right to have this like time where you're doing something without any in or outcome attached to it. And I think that that is where this sense of real creativity and flow comes from. So there you have it, my five biggest lessons that I've learned from my own toddler. Um, the first one was not to use other people as competition, but as proof of what is possible. The second was there is no one way to reach a goal and instead um, consistent, imperfect, messy action can be the way forward. The third is that we learn quickest by following our curiosities. And number four, we all instinctively know what we want deep down. And number five is to embrace play as a source of creativity. So I hope that that gives you some value or at least a little bit of fun. Um, let me know what you're your number one um, learning was there, which one is it that you would maybe like to latch on to a little bit more? Um, You can drop me a message at Debbie Leeco on Instagram or come over to the Balancing Act for Working Mums Facebook group. Um, And just before I go, I hinted last week that I have a new freebie to share with you and I'm super excited to and get this out there. So it's a new quiz that I have created and it's called the Balance Breakthrough Quiz. And I have designed it to help you identify which one of three possible things is holding you back from creating the balance of work you adore, family time that feels fun, And this deeper connection to yourself so that you feel like you have your own identity outside of of being a mum. It's super quick. It takes about three minutes um, 
to to fill out and you will get your your results to keep afterwards. Um, if you fancy giving it a go, then you can find it on my website, which is debbielee.co.uk forward slash balance hyphen breakthrough hyphen quiz. Um, so, yeah, just in case you didn't catch that, it's debbielee.co.uk forward slash balance hyphen breakthrough hyphen quiz. I would love to know what your results were. So please do email me back. And yeah, let me know. Um, And on that, have a fabulous rest of your week and I shall look forward to speaking to you again next week. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Balancing Act podcast. If you'd like to connect with other working mums just like you who are seeking more balance in their everyday, then come join us on the free Facebook community, The Balancing Act for Working Mums. If you've loved what you've heard, I would be incredibly grateful if you could rate and review the podcast on your favourite platform so that we can spread the word to all the working mums out there looking for more balance. Until then, I look forward to speaking to you in the next episode. Bye for now.